0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Welcome back to the Lenten Rouge Cycling Podcast presented by Zwift, the UAE Tour Stage 2 Team Time
1: Trial. Have we ever done a Team Time Trial recap, Benji? Ooh, I think we have... At Have the we? start with with the kiddie pool? No, or was that before? I think we did the Vuelta twenty no, twenty, right?
0: Vuelta twenty nineteen with the kiddie pool, we should clarify. That was <laughs> <laughs> well we didn't <laughs> That was the Vuelta team time trial when UAE and Yumbo crashed, when a <laughs> kid's like pool collapsed and went
1: water went on the road.
0: Um but no, we weren't doing the pod then. No, nah, there must have been other team time trials somewhere, like in some race. Probably.
1: I recall some team time trials that we mentioned, but we'll, it's just too far away at this point, but there's not too much. <laughs> well, some will be
0: like there was one, like, two races ago <laughs> you covered, you guys <laughs> have amnesia. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, Khalifa Port, uh, to Khalifa Port and out and back with sort of double back on itself. There was a big hairpin with, I don't know, maybe a 1.5 k's to go, there was wind, headwind, cross headwind, some tailwind too, it did change direction in the course, so a tricky little course to see where you'd put the power output down, headwind mostly in the final I think, so interesting some of the tactics, flat going into the stage, Merlee was in the GC lead, Ineos had plap on I think 10 seconds, Bill bow was, or maybe a bit less because of intermediate sprints. And it was really UAE, how much time could they make back up or not lose? Who would win out of INEOS and Quickstep? We thought, but setting a big early mark was EF, but you know how we do this. The results first, and then we'll talk about what we thought was interesting. Sudal Quickstep winning the TT by one second, maybe even less than a one full second on the EF Education Easy Post INEOS on 18.20 on three seconds behind Sudar Quickstep. They're all over 56 kilometers an hour, but under 57 kilometers an hour. Bahrain in fourth on four seconds. Jayco on five seconds. DSM on 10, so a bit of a gap to them. Then Bora, UAE on 16 seconds. Astana, ninth, not bad. Then Trek, 10th. And then there's this sort of the also-rans. The Sheptal Scud, Benji. Got it done in the end.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. I think in the past, I think we're, we had a team time trial on this podcast where we mentioned in the past where Rem Evenepoel in a team time trial, was riding his team to bits. By riding too hard at the front, having a low day, and as a consequence, his team and his wheel was having trouble just riding the team time trial with him. I feel like that was less the case this time around, right? Or
0: I think so. I think he waited for one big death pull. I was surprised actually because he took, I think they lost a bit of time. He took the last hairpin first in the corner. And Remco's a great time trialist, but not a great cornerer. World Championship's the biggest evidence of that, where he lost time in all the corners. And then I thought, I thought he was going to come to the front and just do a huge pull, but he waited. And sort of what Quick Step did, if you look at the TT splits, So T1, which was seven minutes in, or just over seven to seven and a half minutes in for everybody, they were sixth. EF were first, uh, Jayco was second, Astana were fourth and faded a bit, but Sudar Quickstep was sixth. They were then first from T1 to the finish. They did 57.8 kilometers an hour, uh, which was much quicker than their time out. I don't know about wind, but... They, how far, how much faster they do that? They did that 11 seconds quicker than... Crazy. And was, yeah, and that was Remco. They What they did was they had Merlier and everyone do a full death pull and pull off. They finished with four riders properly. And Remco did the last hard pull in the last 300 meters. Um, and yes, Benji, I just remembered it was the... Utrecht TT and the Vuelta that Remco yeah. was putting people when he dropped dropped people. Oh, I completely forgot that one. I think think took red, but yeah, they were G'd up afterwards. Remco was saying, "Well, like that's a fucking good TT T boys." Merlier was pumped, so I think a bit of payback as well for Merlier getting his chance yesterday.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. And the aspect to this time trial as well, as you mentioned it, there's different pacing strategies here. And you may also mentioned that the fourth rider is the one that counts for Quick Step. The fourth rider was the one that finished last in the group, basically, because they finished with four riders. But there are also teams that finish with more than four riders. And it kind of depends on what your strategy is. But I always feel like if you finish with less riders, that means that you spend your riders more optimized throughout the parkour. That's how I view this at least. And sometimes there's an aspect of you need to keep the GC rider who is a weaker T-tier also on board, which I can understand. But with some teams, that's not the case. And they still finish with more than four riders. But going to the top teams for a second, Quickstep, EF, Ineos, and Bahrain. We mentioned Quickstep, Ineos, and Bahrain as the three teams that were likely going to have great result at the end of this team time trial yesterday. I feel like I'm disappointed in the result of Ineos.
0: Yeah, I think on paper they had the the riders with most time trial pedigree. Tim Merlier, Bert van Leerberger, Cherny not really, Seri. These guys don't have individual time trial pedigree like Josh Churney Tarling. Did. But like a Tarling, like a plow. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, world yeah. champion, you know, on a track. Yeah. Um who else? Tullus a good time trialist. But uh, it seems like in windy conditions, the team time trial has a different set of requirements, which I don't really understand, bar you do a shorter pull in the wind, and it's more almost representative of riding in the crosswinds yesterday, taking yep. short, hard pulls, as opposed to a constant individual effort where you have to be aero because you're not able to draft at all in an individual TT. So I think INEOS, if I had to look at, there was there was some mistakes there, I think, in the final three, four minutes. I think with Ben Swift, if I had to interpret going through that hairpin, I think it was he stood on the front, not really going anywhere nor pulling off for too long. And you could hear people saying, like, fucking pull off on the live broadcast um, or something like that, like, or get out of the way because, <laughs> yeah, like he didn't pull off quick enough. Um, and maybe that cost him half a second, which it all counts. In the end, they yeah, finished... And- and Tyler, I think, had to
1: finish in full, but Talit's a good time for a rider. And then we heard after the race ended, we heard Plapp talking to him. It looks like he was on the hot mic for a bit. And I know. the first half, I couldn't understand because it was like pure Australian English. And that's where you come in. But the second half was, boys, get out of the fucking way. And what was the first half about? Do you have any clue?
0: I think he was just talking about, he didn't really say anything too... Too much in the first bit. Just saying yeah. like, oh, that's how the way it goes. But yeah, I, th- I think maybe there was a bit of miscommunication there, which might have cost them a little bit. Was it four seconds or three seconds? I'm not sure. We saw a lot of these teams, though, warming up on trainers. The best smart trainer for you to do uh, an indoor ramp test a la Benji or FTP test a la Benji, which he's done about, I don't know, a thousand of now, is the Zwift Hub. Built for your bike, it comes at the best price possible in the market with your choice of cassette, pre-installed to match your bike from eight speed to 12 speed, even with no cassette. Putting the Smart in Smart Trainer at 499 US dollars for what it is, which is a really damn good trainer, it's the best deal possible in the market. Easy to set up, go and check it out through the link down below on Zwift.com, and it'll get you jumping in and jumping on Zwift easier than ever before. So thanks to Zwift for supporting LRCP, and yeah, the Zwift hub, i got one waiting for me when I go back to Andorra, because there'll be ice on the roads, and I can't wait to get on and jump in. Anyway, EF, I think, were the biggest overperformers. Bahrain did yep. surprise me, as you said. I think Bahrain, as well, have a really strong team for this. So even though, like, individually, they really struggled in the time trials because of for whatever reason, DSM were decent with the track guys. UA, poor Benji, I would say. 16 seconds is a big gap, and finishing one second ahead of Astana is not good. Yep. No disrespect to Astana, but like, uh, who's Astana's GC guy here?
1: Lotenko, I think. But that, yeah, that doesn't say too much here either, because he hasn't been on top of everything this year either unlike previous years where he was really good in February but I agree that UAE's time trial is not that great and they're also one of the teams that had a, a, a worse time in the first segment but they didn't really pick it up in the second segment compared to teams like Bahrain and Quickstep who had a pretty poor time in the first segment but in the second segment really pushed it through through the finish line so those are examples of teams, Sudal Quickstep and Bahrain that really did the um. The negative splitting, where they just go slower the first part around to go hammer the last part around, which the second part is that headwind part we mentioned earlier, is what it seemed to be, to me at least. Now, Ineos is a bit of a different one, eh? Because all these teams we looking at roughly either going the first part fastest or the second part fastest, but Ineos is the one that stays constant throughout, and... I wonder if they apply a different strategy, whether it's like going harder at the start or going harder in the second part, whether they would have gotten a better time out of this time trial. That's It's all theories at this point because I obviously have no clue about that. Now, did you expect Yumbo to be out of the top 10 here? Because their riders are not really the individual time trial riders, eh?
0: Um, if you told me they'd lose 20 seconds to Quickstep, I would have said, yeah, sounds about right. But yeah. out of the top 10, I thought they would have been about seventh region. Yeah. So they are a few spots worse, but the gap to Quickstep is about what I expected. You know, Koos, Hofstetter, Um, it's not the best TT team that they have. Koy would probably be half decent. I mean, yeah, so they obviously tried to keep it close for Globe on GC, but he lost a minute plus, I think, in the, I mean, in the crosswinds yesterday. I will wind back a little bit about what I said about Astana. I think they actually do have a pretty solid TTT team. Cavendish has always been good at them, Bowles strong. Grushdev's a decent reload. Luchenko won that Dolfin TT. Martinelli, Romo, Tejada are solid riders. So,
1: especially on a shorter one, team. yeah. If it was a a thirty five kilometer TTT, no. then I'd I'd find that an issue with like the sprinter types in there. Because like if you look at Movistar, Gavira is also one of the first one that drops off. Even in this smaller time trial. So, well, it's not really the best example to show, huh? Gavitya is like the, the prologue sprinter. He's not really great <laughs> at prologues either. But Dude, when it comes to like... Were
0: all on the, um, they were all out of their skis in like the last <laughs> K and a half. Like not even in a line. Alec corner is crazy.
1: Nah, well, anyway, that's how this team time trial went. Are there specific parts of like other teams that you're like, wow, or should we dive into the, the upcoming GC battle and see what oh. this means for GC?
0: I will say, like, EF, in terms of the budget of the teams around them, um, yeah. I think it's going to be a bit of praise for of frenemy of the podcast, Jonathan Vorders, here. But you look at the budgets of the teams, they're sandwiched between Sudar, Quickstep, Ineos. They're beating UAE and Jumbo Visma handily, and they don't have an all-star cast of million-euro riders here. Amador, Camargo, Carr, Debod, Steinhauser, Vandenberg, Vizhnovsky. Three of those guys, I think, are on Neopro contracts, four maybe even. Uh, Steinhauser, Vandenberg, Carr, and Camargo. Carr might have extended. Uh, they're all young guys. Viznowski and is like a, a ruler, a solid one. But, you know, Amador's came with Carapaz. Debod's not on a million bucks either. He like as a solid enough time trials too, that's a really really good result. Nearly winning this TT with with those riders who are, individually I do quite, like quite a lot of them, but yeah. and the, and the budget difference. So yeah, impressive from them. The wind, I don't know if it changed or, or not, um, but I would say Steinhauser. Like whilst I have said that, they do have some sneaky good TTs in there. Amador's got loads yeah. of experience from when Movistar were good, and then Ineos, and then. De is a solid time trials and Steinhauser came top ten in the Romandie prologue on his own in his first year as a pro. So he's a decent time trial writer too. Um but quick step get it done, Benji. What did you think? Like Remco, they really wanted to win. Do you yep. think they should be going like why isn't Remco doing paris Nice? Well,
1: isn't isn't he doing well, why, why isn't he doing Parinese? I think the reasoning behind it is simple. I think then you said, hello, and opened his wallet. And <laughs> as a consequence, Remco is going to all the RCS races, which is UAE Tour, Tireno, Lombardia, Giro, Giro. and so forth. So that entire RCA, RCS package, I think that's the reasoning behind it. And to be fair, it's not the biggest deal if he goes to Parinese or Tireno. It's a preparation yeah, race yeah. for the rest of the season. He's not peaking for Tireno, is my opinion. I just won him against Paul and race. Jonas. One race, come (laughs) on, is it too much to ask? Mate, we're going to see him against Jay Vine, Australian god, whatever. True, true.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Catalonia will see some big guns too. Toronto, apparently, and Catalonia got a really nice start list across the three. So far, we're still a little bit away. Anyway, that was the TT. Apparently, I kept refreshing PCS whilst we were our recording just to make sure I hadn't changed but Platt goes into the GC lead by the milliseconds of the TT ahead of yep. Avonapol and that's also because basically if Avonapol hadn't stuffed that intermediate sprint one of them and just took a second he would all he would be in the GC lead the first one yesterday, but he didn't. So Plapp's in the GC lead. Uh, hopefully, it looked like he had a chamois. What was his chamois situation with Plapp? He had a white chamois. Was that the Ineos one sewn in from his TT suit?
1: I'm really curious what the story is behind that because, like, it he's in a leader jersey. He's <laughs> in a the white jersey here, the youth jersey in the, steam the time one, trial, and as a consequence, he's in a probably organizers made skin suit and not necessarily a skin suit made by Ineos themselves. Now, his chamois, the pad that you have at the bottom of your shorts to make sure that your sitting situation is pretty comfortable while riding your bike. Well, that one was white. Like, it looked like sewn... For, it it looked, looked like it was on the outside, <laughs> but hey, it's probably. I don't know what the situation is. It was pretty funny to look at. They could have made it slightly more discreet, but if it better's his performance, then I don't think we complain because last it's year he pants. was riding this TTT on a road bike, so he's already improving the situation from last year. Now, true. <laughs> imagine if he started this one with a road bike. <laughs> well, Ineos have had trouble
0: with people flatting in TTS. has flatted in a few pivotal TTS, and yeah, and so and maybe I don't know. Um no he just flatted in the road races. The yeah, but yeah, good for Platt to go into the GC lead. What does this mean for the race? Tomorrow we have Jabel Jais. We'll quickly preview that now as part of our overall GC discussion. It's a hundred and eighty five K stage. They're gonna do 90 watts lose fitness uh in the first hundred and fifty Ks, unless there's crosswinds, but I don't know. Luchenko nearly won on this when Vingergaard won the other year and yeah. won in a sprint last year. Um that was crazy from the show. That was a headwind, wasn't it? So I don't know the wind situation, but on on the climb, just so people know, it's nineteen k's, five point six percent, and very steady. There is one seven and a half kilometer, uh, seven and a half percent kilometer, about ten k's in, nine k's in, where Dumo got dropped last year. Bunch sprint, Benji. What are you What are you thinking? Because there were attacks last year: Tarame, Micah, Aronsman, Plap. What are you thinking?
1: Bunch sprint sounds a bit like it's going to be a mass sprint with the sprinters there, but I, I'd more resort to the climb causing the group to thin out a bit. And we'll have a sprint with roughly 15, 20 people. And I think that's the same thing you mentioned. The Vingegaard situation was a bit different. It looked like the control was kind of gone in the last few kilometers, and Jonas used that situation to get an advantage. And people they thought it was Chris Harper anyway. So they were like, oh, you probably shouldn't chase yet. We can still catch him in the last kilometer. And then. Vingegaard wasn't caught anymore. Now, last year was just basically a a sprint and I wouldn't be surprised if it's a similar situation in last year. Then again, who knows? We might see Glogue do the exact same thing that Vingegaard did in the past but there's the aspect of there's one team that really needs to attack or like multiple teams. Every GC team that was put on a minute in stage 1 needs to make this the hardest climb as possible because with Jabel Hafid alone, they might not get there. So they need to find situations to try and get advantage on the other riders. And with echelons, I don't see Adam Yates necessarily gaining time back. So they first have to make sure that they're actually in the front group by the time Jai starts. And when they go down to the climb, they need to make it as hard as possible to try something. But I think it's going to be really tough to drop an even pool and even a plap on a climb like this.
0: Oh, they can't. No way Remco drops unless he's in. No, nah, eh? nah, it's not possible unless he's in just complete trash form, which he isn't. Um mm-hmm. Even if he isn't in Giro shape yet, this is such a draft-heavy climb. Yeah, so Remco should be almost the one attacking here. It'll be interesting. I'm not sure Ineos having the jersey by a millisecond is not is a real advantage, Benji, because no. it just, like Plapp's now got a target literally on his back. And yeah,
1: but... Who, who, have, they got to, who have they got to defend? Yeah, but I don't see it as a major disadvantage either, because the territory to defend is Echelons in Jabal Jais. Like, and there's only a few people that can attack them, that are on the same time, which is Bilbao and Evenepoel. So he only needs to look yeah. at two riders for now.
0: And Bilbao will want the sprint, right? One would think. But yeah. he This is all a curious thing. Bilbao doesn't win these sprints; he wins like a yeah. reduced flat sprint. Um, Remco almost, wins. I think Remco is a really big chance to win. The same as Plat. Plat went way too early last year. Remember, he launched at 500 yeah. meters to go when Michael was leading. Something to really, I really want to see tomorrow how long Tarling can last on a climb like this. Because mm-hmm. remember, Bisiger pulled for ages last year, Bjerg pulled on this. I think Tarling can go longer on this sort yep. of climb. It's, I really, I, I even wonder if Tarling can make the finish on this climb, Ooh. honestly. Like, yeah, I, I think he's a special rider. Tullet, should, Tullet should be leading out flat, right? Like, my, like Almeida did for yeah. Pog last year, so Platt yep. can go. That is, I know that riders have their own ambitions, and you know maybe they both got leadership before. The, it's At some point, Ineos have to say, well, to a race. Obviously. Like, to I know, we already said it, Benji. There are too many cooks in the kitchen. Platt's yep. the leader. He's in good shape. I'm sorry, but even if Tullard might drop him on Jaboha feet, we don't know. But at this stage, he has to lead him out on Jabal to Jais to try and win the stage. I don't see anything else.
1: I think the winner will come from UAE. I think they've got multiple riders that can get to the top McNulty, of this climb. They've got multiple riders to attack that. Remco and so forth don't necessarily need to instantly respond on. Even Plap and so forth don't need to instantly respond on. McNulty, Soler. Um, Soler's fine, the one. Even Soler's going to go. He, I, I believe in it. But La Molina I'm, style. If he gets away earlier, like in the last 600, 700 years or something, then Soler can make it. But if it's coming down to a sprint, then my no, he'll, he'll go then. My, he'll, he'll go with my when pick would be yeah. My pick would be Adam Richard Yates. He's found a, n- a new name.
0: I know some Felipe a name. Yates and Adam Richard Yeah Adam Ricardo Yates. He, <laughs> wait, well, how how does Yates
1: win? A sprint? Second last year after Pogacar. True right? True was good.
0: Yeah. That was
1: a hard sprint was okay that one time? Two years ago.
0: <laughs> I'm going with McNulty. McNulty okay. slash Soler, but you said Soler, so I think no, Soler, you is, take it. Soler is a lock to go like he did in La Molina because um, no. UAE need to get a stage win here. Like It's no. not going too well. They have to win a stage. I wouldn't rely just on Yates in a sprint. So McNulty, Soler, because it, if Yates attacks, he'll get marked. McNulty and Soler won't to the same extent. Um, but
1: why are you not selecting your uh, Australian man? Jay Vine?
0: I'm not. Sure. I don't know. He well, didn't he lose time in the TT today because he he liked he pulled early and then pulled off in the TT. I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe for her feet, I'll save. I'll save. My, keep my powder dry for her feet. Um, but he might be working for Yates there as well. But no, I think also Remco would mark him. But yeah, I'm more look at like the Soler types. Who else do I like for this this sort of finish? We got Tarame here, Lutsenko. Can
1: go... At his best day, yes, but at his current form, I don't see Lutsenko necessarily being there anymore because he didn't look amazing in... Jesus, I'm going to get it wrong. Was it Saudi this time around where Lutsenko rode against Jorgensen?
0: Did you know
1: that Jakob Fulsang was here? Yes, I, I saw it yesterday when he was dropped in group three. Wow. So maybe he can attack.
0: Uh, Movistar. I'd no. like to see them do something with like an Oscar Rodriguez in the break. I don't know what time Leiknesen is on. If Leiknesen was in the breakaway, he can do it solo and win this stage. Leiknesen is the perfect rider for this climb. He needs to. I don't know what time he is on GC. If he's too far back, um, this is one of the examples, Benji, where if you're on if you're on two minutes in group two yesterday. You yeah. should lose 10 minutes, right? Uh, what? Because if you're Leknesund, you. Oh, yeah, you're, you're on, right. Yeah. If you're on two minutes, it's annoying. They might not let you in the break, but you could be actually win this stage from the break on Jabal Jais. So Luchenko got
1: caught yeah, in but 21. The only breakaway I've ever seen actually win in the UAE Tour was that one breakaway that Alperson decided they didn't feel like controlling that much. Luchenko last year. was so That's close. Problem. Yeah, but... That's and that was an headwind. Case. I don't believe.
0: I don't believe in the break. Uh, anything is possible. The, the teams did it right. Dowsett got in the break with, I think, one of their climbers on Israel and pulled it. Tug Buddy, DOG Tug Buddy. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We'll see. Man, that, but that's the situation. No, don't give me a <laughs> Don't give me
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> We're a serious Come podcast. <laughs> serious podcast. Is Sharkman here? <laughs> no. Zweihoff,
0: I actually do like Zwiehoff, but he's not quite <laughs> not quite good enough. I don't think. i was be keen to see how Osborne goes too. Jason Osborne absolutely. He, he arrived late for the uh, TTT. Maybe he had a gastro problem, but Osborne really should be making this finish. Actually, pulls is a yeah, it's a nice pick, Benji. But surely he'll be leading out Bill Bow for the sprint. Yeah. I think he won't get any freedom. Yeah, uh, that's expected. You're right. Who do you like for GC now? G.I.E. shouldn't change it too much. Bonus
1: seconds here or there. Who do you actually like for GC now? Well, the obvious name is Rem Evenepoel on Jabel Hafid because I feel like Bilbao is the kind of rider that is very consistent but never wins GC. So no. he's out of the equation of winning for me, even Correct. though he's gone to a top three this a 100%. But ugh, I kind of I kinda want Plap to win this race. I find it really funny if Plapp wins this race.
0: Yeah, will be attacking, right? Yeah. Will will Remco be smart enough to let Platt burn himself, because he will, on her feet and then attack him. How much time did Yates take?
1: How much time did Yates take on Japan that uh, one year when 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 it went nuclear? Like two years ago, three years ago? In twenty 2020 twenty. 2020, a minute or three on Pogachar back in the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, but was if that- he does
1: that here, he wins G C still,
0: Yeah, that's crazy. And he should be in good shape, like does he still win GC? I,
1: I don't count him out. If he yeah, takes okay. bonus seconds tomorrow, he's on like 55 seconds or something. No, probably not. Because of the TTT, he's probably on like, nah, a minute 25 or something. So a minute 15, oh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Sorry, anyway, Adam Yates, you're not winning GC.
0: Okay, we'll see. Richard. Maybe it's the best version of if Adam Ricardo Yates arrives. He could win GC <laughs> Otherwise, the TT helmets are getting out of control. We have the, the specialized sock neck one, the Darth Vader, and then there's the Ineos Darth Vader one. There's the EF Pock one. That's been around for ages. I'll allow that one. Uno X just introduced some bizarre. Well, I think Benji must have designed it.
1: Um <laughs> UNO- <laughs> Unox, like a Lego character. Like, well, I've been but, I've been reading like a Star Wars book recently, and it kind of looks like Darth Vader's helmet, but in yellow with like a hole in the middle on her forehead so
0: <laughs> i wonder if Do bible UCL theory step in like what if people literally just they eventually
1: have helmets like the tail goes to people's like the lower of their back <laughs> i think i think we too should be assigned the role of uci fashion police and if it doesn't go through <laughs> our requirements of decent looking it's not allowed to be on screen because it affects the the viewing figures of cycling Plap shami
0: today wouldn't pass muster. <laughs> wouldn't have allowed allowed that one probably Um, but yeah the Unix TT helmet is crazy whether it's fast I don't know one would hope so one would hope that they're bringing that out looking like that because it is fast but anyway that's all from us today we'll have the Jebel Jais recap tomorrow a sort of unique very steady gradual mountaintop finish Hope you enjoyed the the live stream if you've been watching on YouTube. And if you're on podcast players, make sure to give us a review on the platform you're on. It helps the podcast out a lot. Thanks for Zwift as always, and we'll see you with the recap tomorrow. Ciao.